Hello, and welcome to the BNP Paribas Asset Management Talking Heads podcast. Every week, Talking Heads will bring you in-depth insights and analysis on the topics that really matter to investors. In this episode, I'll be discussing the market outlook and our asset allocation with Maya Bandari, Global Head of Multi-Asset. I'm Daniel Morris, Chief Market Strategist. Let's start with a recap of 2022 which was primarily around the unwind of the extraordinary monetary policy that had been put in place with the onset of the pandemic. The combination of higher policy rates from the central banks and high inflation led to the worst performance in fixed income in decades. The key debate today is around when the Fed pivots and begins to cut policy rates. This fundamentally depends on how quickly and when inflation decelerates. Now, the markets are assuming that it happens relatively quickly, with forecasts for inflation of around 2.4-2.2% at the end of 2023. In contrast, the Fed's own estimate is that inflation will be above 3% even at the end of this year. Maya, what are some of the key judgments for you in 2023? Well, I find it particularly helpful uh, before the year begins in earnest to work out what the three or four key judgments that will be really important for asset markets and investment opportunities are in the year ahead. Now, these can, of course, change and evolve as as new information becomes available. But ultimately, in, in my experience, it really boils down to a handful of key judgments. So this time last year, for example, uh, the tail risk of much higher real yields was of particular focus and indeed reflecting back was probably one of our more successful asset market calls. So what are our main uh, judgments? Uh, Let's call them the four horsemen, as there are four of them going into 2023. Now, the first is the probability and the sequencing of economic recession. Today, we see the largest consensus ever that a synchronized global recession will occur in 2023. But the focus is on the most lagging data, the labor market, just as leading indicators of activity seem to have bottomed out. So the risk is that the correction, when it comes, may be softer than is currently feared. The second is the path and indeed the final landing point of inflation. And now here too, different sources of data give us slightly conflicting signals. So leading economic data, sharply fading supply shocks and and indeed cheaper energy and gas prices contrast with other lagging data like wages, which are still rising. The first set of data is probably more important for us in assessing the price pipeline as the year evolves. Third, and and very importantly, how the first two horsemen influence central bank reaction functions. Indeed, as central banks seek to set monetary policy in a more normal framework, that is to say, in a more forward-looking manner rather than a backward-looking manner, financial markets are discounting very different outcomes. So, for example, sharply inverted nominal yield curves reflect something of a policy mistake and perhaps recession. Uh, But nicely upward sloping uh, break-even curves are arguably more Goldilocks-like. And last but not least, the potential for desynchronized growth in different parts of the world. China, for example, may be one of the few regions uh, this year where growth is higher than it was last year and could quite feasibly decouple given reopening after three years of lockdown. Let's start with equity markets. Now, in 2022, equity markets were down at one point nearly 25%, which for a lot of people was a sign that the equity markets were predicting a recession. However, if we look at earnings expectations, it's not clear that that actually is even now priced in. Both in the US and in Europe, 
consensus estimates are for earnings growth in 2023, which really does not seem compatible with a recession. However, if we look at those earnings growth expectations, they're actually on the low end. So you could argue actually that expectations are relatively pessimistic. And then of course, the other question is valuations. So how do you see equity market valuations? Well, Dan, not all equities are created or have performed uh, equally. Uh, as such, in our judgment, they are also not all universally cheap or indeed universally rich. Uh, now, the rally so far this year has been almost entirely valuation driven everywhere. So all markets have turned a little bit more expensive. But under the bonnet, US tech, Chinese equities and emerging Asian equities look relatively attractive to us while European equities look somewhat richer, with fairly punchy earnings expectations, perhaps making standard PE metrics appear only optically cheap. Indeed, when we scan across markets, Europe stands out for still pretty optimistic 12-month-ahead earnings expectations. And our positioning reflects these various valuation disconnects. So we are long of the US, we are long of Chinese equities against a short uh, towards Europe. Overall, this leaves us neutral on equities going into 2023. Now let's look at fixed income. You've already talked about the massive move in real yields in 2022. If we look at nominal 10-year treasury yields, we peaked at around 4.2% in October. We're now down to around 3.5. That move primarily being driven by this assumption that the Fed is going to pivot and begin cutting rates perhaps in the summer. That said, most everyone assumes a recession is coming, in particular the bond market, if you look at the inverted yield curve. What do you think? But well, we are actually struck by the different signals uh, coming from different sections of the bond market. So uh, across nominal bond yield curves, the inversion has been intense, uh, signaling a recession. So in the US, for example, 80% of the curve is now inverted, looking across the spot and futures curve. By contrast, break-evens are gently upward sloping, almost consistent uh, with a Goldilocks-like outcome. While our central research colleagues foresee a fairly significant labor market recession in the US, leading to a below consensus growth forecast for 2023 as a whole, the timing and depth of recession and the tail risks around this is one of the key judgments for this year. And of course, every risk has attached to it a price. And, and one corner of a fixed income that we continue to, to really like is European investment grade credit, which we own duration hedged. Now, although spreads have come down from very lofty levels of nearly 230 basis points over government bonds when we were building positions last fall down to 160, 165 basis points or so right now, they continue to compensate investors for fairly elevated defaults around 7%, which we just don't think are likely to occur. Overall, uh, we are neutral on government bonds, including uh, on U.S. treasuries, but with a clear preference for IG in Europe, as I just mentioned. And I should say uh, the contrast between what European equities are pricing in relative to what European credit is pricing in on the macro backdrop is pretty striking at the start of the year. Thanks very much, Maya. I guess we'll all be looking out for the four horsemen in 2023. Thank you very much, Dan. That's it for this week's episode of Talking Heads. If you would like more information, please reach out to your BNP Paribas Asset Management contact or check out Viewpoint, our website for investment insights at viewpoint.bnpparibas-am.com. If you like Talking Heads, leave us a positive review and a nice rating. We recommend subscribing to Talking Heads on your favorite podcast channel. You'll receive your podcast episodes every Monday afternoon. 
For listeners who have devices with Alexa, you can ask Alexa to enable Investment Insights or search for Investment Insights on Amazon under the category Alexa Skills. You've been listening to the BNP Paribas Asset Management Talking Heads podcast with me, Daniel Morris, and Maya Bandari. Please do join me next week. Until then, take care. This presentation includes a discussion on current market events and is not intended as investment advice or an offer of products or services by BNP Paribas Asset Management. Please keep in mind that the information and analysis in this presentation is only current as of the publication date.